Welcome, everybody, to another new episode of the On The Table podcast. Today, we're talking all about prayer. On The Table is the podcast where we bring people together, uh, Christians, um, and we discuss uh, matters that are on the table. Um, and we're going to talk about prayer today. It's something that we all should do. We know we should do it, but sometimes maybe it's work, it's uni. We just find you know ourselves kicking it to the bottom of the list. And so this is this this is an episode for folks who want to pray more, folks who love prayer, who enjoy prayer. I don't want us to get all theoretical. I want us to get practical, real, and honest about prayer, and hopefully help people who are listening. So let's start by meeting the people who are at the table. My name is Mike or MT Omni. I lead this wonderful charity called Our God Given Mission. And to my left is is Hiker Faith and I work as a automations engineer well associate and I love spending time with people sorry Faith has your job changed what do you mean did you because I feel like you, you're, you, about, you, you're you about were, to say something no wait were you doing something else last time we had the no same were you doing uh scrum scrum no Michael we've had this conversation <laughs> sorry <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I was just thinking, oh, we got a new job or something. Well, I did get a new job. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Come on. Congratulations. Thank you. Amazing. Hi, everyone. I'm Mwaka and I work in TV and I love being on the table. (laughs) I panicked. I'm so sorry. Let's move on to the next contestant. (laughs) Um, Hey, guys. My name is Shadira. I work in tech. I'm 25, and I'm excited to be here. Sorry, I was having a drink. Um, <laughs> you have to time the drinks right, but I, I messed up. I messed up that time. Yeah, you guys are amazing, and, and I'm hoping you're going to be able to help um, myself and also people listening listening to this. Let's just start by talking about prayer. Like when we say prayer, what comes to your mind? Because me, I think about growing up in the Pentecostal church. Mm. And, I, and literally, all I can hear, and I, I apologize to everyone's ears, turn your 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 your, uh, your headphones down now. All I remember is, pray, 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 <laughs> which was what, like, my pastor w- would say. And, and people were just shouting and sweating. Mm. And that's what comes to my mind. But what comes to your mind when you think about prayer? <laughs> um, I mean, similar to you, like, I <laughs> pray, 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 fire, fire, you know, banish them, destroy them. Um, but right now... I really like um, John Piper's definition. Um, he says that praying is convey intentionally conveying a message to God. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's what comes to mind now. I like that. Um, I completely agree. And I think for me, in its simplest form, I would just say prayer is communicating to God and I guess processing daily life, processing your emotions, how you feel. Um, if you look in the book of Psalms and you see David, he'll be saying, Lord, my bed is wet with tears. I'm in anguish. And then another day he'll say, praise you, Lord, you're amazing, all that stuff. So it's having those, that vulnerability and having those range of emotions expressed in a safe place. Yeah, um, someone was asked one time, which is more important, uh, Bible study or prayer? And their, their response was also a question. They said, which is more important, breathing in or breathing out? <laughs> That's cool, right? <laughs> Why do I feel like you've been sitting on that? I really have. <laughs> Genuinely, as soon as Faith said prayer, I was like, this thought is going to be so Now is the time. <laughs> I love it. But, um, I, no, love yeah, it. I, agree. I agree with you guys. It's just communication. I love it. Someone said once as well, I mean, since we're, we're, we're trading kind of pithy remarks, someone said that prayer is exhaling flesh and inhaling spirit. And I was like, wow, this is, these are also just... I love the analogy. 
<sighs> Anyways, um, <laughs> we've ventured into, we, we into ASMR now. I'm sorry, yeah. I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have done that. Um, cool. Mm. Okay. Well, it's probably important how we think about prayer because it probably then defines how we relate to prayer, doesn't it? Like, if, yeah. we, if we think it's this thing about shouting and it's a very physical thing, then for a lot of people, it's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be physical. Um, let's talk about. So let's just assume there's a, there's prayerlessness, right, in the world today, and maybe that's an unfair assumption to make. But I can say from from at least my circle we all definitely say we want to pray more. So let's use let's use mine as, as a case study. Mm. No. What can people do if they want to pray more? Like like kind of how do you do it? How do you pray more? I know it sounds a bit simple, but clearly there's some hindrance to stopping people cuz you know, if you if the answer is just to pray more, they should just pray more, but they're not doing it. So <laughs> so why do you reckon that's the case? Um I think there's a there's a strange expectation on what prayer should look like. We mm. kind of touched on that earlier. But it, it doesn't have to look like that. Um, the way we, we, we're defining prayer is ongoing communication. You can have that with the Lord like throughout the day, right? Mm. But what has helped me in particular is actually scheduling a time and saying, okay, if it's 6 a.m. every day, I'm going to go pray. Um, I remember, remember Genesis, in Genesis 1 or 2 or 3 somewhere, it, talks, it's, it says that the Lord will come down in the cool of the evening to commune with Adam. And I was like, well, why, why are you telling us this? But it's just the, the intentionality around there's a specific time that me and you are going to converse, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's helpful. It's, if it's 6 a.m., you know, there's something I've got to do. Block the time out, five minutes, 10 minutes. Do that and just build the habit, build a discipline of actually spending time with God. Mm. That helps. Mm. It's helped me. Mm. I, li- I like the sound of discipline. Yeah. And, and it's, it's interesting because, I've again... Um, a guy I mentor two years ago we were talking about prayer and he was saying I think he had been going to a church and he was like oh, I just you know when people say stuff like waking up early like 6am every day to pray it just it's too religious it's too religious mm-hmm. kind of thing and obviously I said we're here talking about you praying more so let's not let's let's put all the options on the table just just for the sake of this conversation we're having but two me <laughs> There is a there, there's a kind of thing I see with young people, younger people I should say, and, and I'm including in this where because we grew up like I said at the start with the pray 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 thing, mm. we kind of equate us growing up and maturing <laughs> with us kind of deviating and moving away from that kind of or, the origins or, or how we learn about prayer, and so we do that classic thing of kind of throwing out the the water the bath water sorry with the baby because we go. Okay, so our parents or our aunties and uncles were probably a bit too religious about prayer. Mm. And therefore, I should never be religious at all. And you're like, well, hold on. There is a place, as you said, for discipline. Yes. Because with every practice, every spiritual practice, it's a mixture of devotion and discipline. In that there are times where you're praying and it feels like, oh my, this is amazing. Like, there's times where maybe I just had a really, I mean, it's always after bad news. You know, that I'm just kind of walking around. I'm just talking to God and I feel like I'm going to be okay even after bad news. And it just feels like, wow, this is amazing. And there's other times where I, I just get my reps in. Like, it's like, <laughs> good morning, yeah. like God. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, and a mixture of those two is what creates a prayer life. But too, too many times people push away the discipline part or that devotion, to so that duty part, because they go, it always has to be this kind of romantic dance throughout the day of me having godly thoughts and godly moments. And you go, that's possible. But to say that's the only way that I'm going to pray and discipline isn't a part of it. I think people are probably robbing themselves a bit. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think just to go back to your question, it's also a case of 
asking yourself why you want to pray, right? Um, I think it's it's always important to know why. Like, why do we even pray in the first place? Because um, that will then help you to to become more disciplined the same way you're disciplined to go to work because obviously you get an income so you can pay your rent. It's the same way you, you go to God in terms of, um, like what Marcus said, communicating with him and being in that place of um, being able to express yourself in a way that you can't to anyone else um, because you know that God will understand um, because you know that God has your best interest at heart. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. That's a good question. Why do we even pray? <laughs> I just have a uh, scripture here, which is First Thessalonians five sixteen to eighteen. Um, it says, "Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ for you." So, as Christians, we are always to pray. Mm. Another scripture which I don't have the reference for, but I have it in my head, um, which we all know, which is do not be anxious for anything, but with prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God, etc. The question that you're asking, sorry, is why should we pray? Yeah, like why? What's the point? I mean, someone said it once, like if God knows what you're going to say before you say it. Why speak? Like why even speak? Yeah. What's the point? Um, I think in the realm of prayer or in the, in the place of prayer, Obviously, we know as Christians that God is omnipotent, omniscient. He knows all things. He sees all things. Um, he fashioned our hearts. He knows everything. But there's a place in prayer where you're saying, Lord, I willfully hold nothing from you. I have nothing. You know, there's, um, I restrain nothing from you. Lord, in this place, I am broken. Lord, in this place, I'm struggling. Lord, heal me here. Lord, I have unforgiveness here. You pray when you're happy. You pray when you're sad. You pray when you're broke. You pray when you're angry. You pray when you're mad. The space that prayer provides or the platform it provides is to be so naked and so vulnerable in which there are no, there are no secrets that I hide. Obviously, he sees all things. He knows that there are no secrets. But it's me actually confessing with my mouth, I hide nothing. I am bare. I'm empty. Take me, change me, transform, whoa, transform me, mold me, etc. So for me, praying is me saying to God, I've given you my life. And in this place of prayer, I give it, I also give everything that I could possibly say, that I can possibly confess. I repent here. Help me be better here. I, I'm going to pray for my enemy here. Um, it's just that, that space of vulnerability and nakedness that is not possible with human to human interaction. You can never overburden God with an issue. He says, cast our cares. And I was, there was even a conversation I had with my friend, um, recently and i left and i was like oh my gosh i'm so sorry like if i overburdened you and i was just thinking in the place of prayer there's no such thing such, such an amazing like, thing isn't it he can handle everything there is nothing that is a shock no weakness is a surprise like in in your weakness i will give strength there's the, honestly there's just a dimension in prayer which is is supernatural yeah you know i love it. as you as you're saying that my, my brain's just firing because i just think about how in all my relationships even the friends i'm like super transparent with yeah I still can't be fully transparent. Not because I'm even trying to be deceptive, but I can't even remember half the things I've done, you know, kind of thing or to me, for me to be fully transparent. Whereas with God, it's like, it's the only place and, and in the realm of prayer or the space of prayer, as you put it, yeah. it's the only place where I can actually be fully like myself. Yeah. Every weird struggle, impulse, th thought, idea, I can just confess it to him. <laughs> And, and and I love it because it's demonstrative. I I, 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 you know, I think about like people that I love, quote unquote. Um, I do love them. I should, I, why did I quote it? I do love them. People that I love. I put quotation marks on my love. Something I need to unpack probably. Anyways. <laughs> people that I, that I love. 
goodness. I think about people that I love, right? And like, I can't just say I love you and then for the rest of our lives, they just should know I love them. It's like, mm. well, mm. you still have to do things to kind of remind them. It's a bit annoying sometimes, but like, it's how you communicate, right? Yeah. You know, you buy them something randomly or you cover a bill for the month for them. You do something, they're like, oh my God, I forgot. <laughs> you know, mm. like, you know. And so with God, it's like, okay, yeah, he knows what you're going to say before you say it. He's aware of your needs, even your unspoken ones. Mm. But there's still something that's so demonstratively, demonstratively powerful about you saying and vocalizing and voting, essentially, inten intentionally, as you said, conveying to him that, no, I want you to know this about me, Correct. or I want you to know that I struggle. Correct. Yes, I know you know, but I want to vocalize it you know, on my knees, on the bed, lying down. I want to say it. Right, I want to actually admit it because mm. you know, as, as Christians, there are a lot of things that aren't real until we say it. Correct. You know, lots of things going in our minds and our heads that we just don't really vocalize. And when we vocalize it, God's like, "Good, like, like <laughs> you're 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 voting for me it, mm. with, with prayer." And it's why it's yeah, you're right. It's so supernatural, man. Mm. Prayer is for us, right? It's not actually for God. Like, if you think about prayer, um, God doesn't pray like we prayed to Him, right? And he responds um and also like in romans romans eight twenty six, it says in the same way the spirit helps us in our weakness um we do not know what we ought to pray for but the spirit himself intercedes for us through um worldless groans so sometimes even when we don't have the words to speak um prayer is that that is prayer is still a way that you can express what you feel without words right because there are many times where there's i'm feeling so much but I cannot put it into words. So to go to a friend and say, this is what I'm feeling, I can't do it. But I can go to God and be like, oh, you know, and he understands. Like he fully yeah. knows what it is that I'm feeling. He yeah. fully knows what it is that I'm saying. I don't know what it is, but God knows. So that's another beautiful thing about prayer. That's amazing. I really like that, that God understands. And I think just in relation to, you know, sharing things with your friends, when you come to God, because he knows your end from the beginning, he knows the context of your life, he knows your triggers, he knows your traumas. There's not even a need to over explain what you're feeling sometimes because he sees through it. He says that your tears I've stored in my bottle. That means he has account for everything in our lives. So something someone could say to me, oh, um, Marco, I hate your voice. And I could be crying for days. And I could tell my friend that and they're like, we talk about your voice is great. But God knows the process I've been through to overcome the fear of singing or the process I've been to to actually... Um, accept oh, wow. and receive the gift yeah. that he's yeah, given me right. <laughs> michael's mocking me but um <laughs> I, I pray for you in jesus name <laughs> we have a history we have a context praise god but that's what i mean like god understands where i'm coming from in a way that um my friend might not or the way you might not <laughs> oh this is so great like i want to go pray i don't know about you guys no on honestly this is so good um the question i was going to ask you chadera is obviously you gave us that wonderful uh quote at the beginning about you know um what's yeah breathing in and and breathing out and you just said that's like that's what did you say that's how you contextualize prayer well, i forgot what you what you said yeah so, so the, the relationship to breathing is it's it's a flow right and that's the relationship with hearing from god and speaking back to him mm. so that's so, just the point it's it's communication and prayer the, is just a part the, of that the question i was gonna f kind of throw at you then is you know people often then say all right cool so i'm praying but it just feels like a one-way street. Like I'm just literally saying stuff, saying stuff, saying stuff, but I ain't heard anything back. There's no voice, nothing shaking. I'm not, like, not, like I haven't heard anything back. So what do you do when you're praying and it feels like you're not getting any feedback? Uh, 
weirdly enough, my first thought was like, I've had conversations like that. <laughs> well, I'm talking to someone and it feels like it's just one way. Um, I think with God, we do have to realize that um, God speaks in different ways, right? Or God communicates to us in different ways. Um, Peter will talk about the show word of scripture. He said, we've seen, we've heard all these prophecies and we've you know, seen miracles and stuff, but we fall on the word of scripture. So the, the scripture is a primary way God speaks to us. So every time we feel like we're not hearing God, we can fall back to scripture and look for something in, that's related to what we're feeling, what we're praying about. And that is a sure response that will always be God. Um, other ways that God speaks through people, you know, God, God could send you a mentor or you could just reach out to someone who you think knows God more than you do, <laughs> or is a bit wiser than you do. And God will literally speak through that person too. That's God. It's not, it's not always just them. It is God speaking through them. That is a real thing. Um, and finally, I think patience really, um, Jesus tells us th the story of the, uh, a widow and a judge and an evil judge and this judge wouldn't respond to her and, and she has to be badgering and badgering and badgering but eventually this judge turns around and says i'm going to do what you want um sometimes it is like that he also says to his disciples um you should pray continuously and not fail mm. right so there there is a place for persistence in prayer so yeah a couple of couple of things i think that's really helpful those are really really helpful things important to note as well of course that you know the, the question i've asked you there is kind of those are prayers where you're maybe looking for answers but but the prize of prayer sometimes is the fellowship it allows 100%. to that happens with god you know it's not always that oh i have the answer it's now i got a chance to groan i got a chance to to wait on the lord and there's a lot of there's a lot you learn about god even in prayer that isn't necessarily in the answer for your for your, what you're looking for mm -hmm. it's happened many times in my relationship with a mentor of mine where you know i'll go to him i remember when i first met him actually one of them anyways and I went looking for an answer to a specific thing. So I was like, yo, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And he kept on changing the subject. And I'd be like, yo, like, <laughs> I want you to answer this. This is why I came here. I drove to your house. Mm. I want to answer to this. And he's just moving the goalpost and changing the subject. And, and we start talking about something else, totally random. And I'm like, this is not related to what I've asked kind of thing. And you know, lo and behold, as it were, a few, now after that, even after that mean, I wasn't really satisfied with the, with the end product, but a few months after when I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I get, you know, I don't know when it is in the, during the day that I realized that I think I get what he was doing. Like my focus was on that because I thought yeah. that was the biggest pillar in my life at the time. And he was like, nah, this is way more important. And so you wanted to get my attention on something else that if I solved or dealt with or addressed that, then inadvertently the thing I was actually praying about is changing. So him moving and shifting my attention was actually a measure of love, mm. not that he was uh, being indifferent or apathetic or didn't, didn't care about my problem. Mm. He was saying, no, 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 I want you to solve two problems in one yeah. rather than the one you've come to me with. I have, I have a better way for you. And when I, when I saw that with a, with a human kind of relationship I had, I then thought, how much more God then mm. When I pray about something like God, I need 2,000 pounds and it doesn't drop in my account, but mm. instead I'm dealing with something else. I have to trust that, okay, maybe God in his wisdom and in, in his intellect is, is, is not answering my questions the way I want it to be answered. He's taking me another way because of his love for me. Mm. And so as we mature in Christ, we start to thank him for the prayers he didn't answer. Because yeah, mm -hmm. so, so, some prayers that if he answered, oh, you, you would die. Kind of, that kind <laughs> of thing. Like, so, so he didn't answer yeah. it. You start to thank him for what you may interpret as delays, but really it's just like God's going, it's not the right time. 
you know, you start to thank him sometimes for even being quiet. I'm glad that God doesn't respond to every outburst I have because it would, it would be over. There's times where I've definitely said some bad prayers, you know, <laughs> that, that God didn't answer. So, so, so as we grow in Christ, we realize that, it's, you know, it's not just like, God, I want this. Am I getting it? That's a very kind of you know, level one, if you like. But as we mature, as we grow, as we read more, there's all these different dimensions to prayer that, that hopefully should, should encourage those who are listening to this. Because it's encouraging me to go, well, I need to pray more. Mm. I need to pray dynamic prayers, different types of prayers. I can't just be asking for stuff all the time. I've got to pray for yeah. persecuted Christians. I've got to pray for my friends. I've got to pray for friends. I've got to pray without season. People always say, yeah. without season, without season. Well, where? <laughs> I, I, I've got to pray with it. So Amen. my question now then is, you know, what practical suggestions do you have as we close i've really loved this episode I'm by the so way blessed. i'm so blessed honestly i'm I like, feel like is- we should do a prayer call <laughs> stop it no cap <laughs> no i i really am blessed as well but i would wow. love to hear wow. from you guys like what kind of what kind of practical suggestions you would give um for someone who's who wants to pray more who's looking to grow in prayer wow i'm honestly i'm so blessed it's a joke <laughs> i'm just basking in um all this wisdom and knowledge from my brethren. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on a serious note, um, what advice would you give? Sorry, was that the yeah. question? I would probably say, in fact, I will say, uh, scripture says, anytime you pray according to his will, he hears us. Um, and I love how much you spoke about scripture and the word being the sure word. Um, and every time I go into prayer, I try not to make it about me. Like, oh God, my life, my life, my life. It's like, Actually, in this time of prayer, I'm going to say, Lord, I thank you because you're worthy. Lord, I thank you because you keep me. Lord, I thank you because you keep my feet from stumbling, my eyes from crying. And I'm quoting scripture. And as I'm doing that, I'm encouraging myself in him. And then it even gives me faith to pray for things, maybe about my life or even about my friend's life. Or maybe he'll drop someone's, someone, someone else's name or he'll drop um, a burden in my heart to pray for. Um, so I would say in the place of prayer, pray his will because God does nothing outside of that um scripture says how his word doesn't return to him voice anytime you decree or declare something that thing will surely come to pass maybe not in the way that you might see it to or maybe not in the timing you would like it to but at the right time the lord will make it happen as he said in his word so that is your confidence in prayer is the will of god will be performed and i will see a performance of those things spoken to me by him again that was scripture but it's prayer that's that's what prayer is to me prayer is literally putting god in remembrance of his word and watching on the rampart Havocate, that's what he said. I'll stand on the rampart um, and see what the Lord will say to me. It's, it's scripture. Prayer to me is just scripture. <laughs> because anything I feel, it's not, it's, not, um, it's not truthful enough. Do you understand? Do you get? Yeah. But scripture, infallible proof. It's true. Incorruptible seed. Can't touch that. My feelings, dun, though, they'd be changing. Don't do <laughs> Yeah, that's, pray God's that's so good faith what are you thinking um yeah that's really good i think for me i just i just think back to jesus um and i think back to the fact that i serve a god that answered a prayer that without jesus i never knew i would need in terms of like he sent jesus christ right um the lamb was slain for from the foundation of the earth um so it's like he's already answered everything that you need um, because through Jesus, you, you are even able to pray, right? If we didn't have that in the first place, 
you wouldn't be able to pray. You wouldn't have a, the Holy Spirit in you leading you to pray in the first place. So that's one thing that I think about, especially when I feel like, oh, God's not answering or God's not doing this. It's like he's answered it, like he saved you from yourself. Um, and you serve a God that, you serve a God that literally knows what you need. Um, you know, I believe it's Matthew 6. It talks about he knows what you need. Um, so just go to him, pray, be honest, like Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said, this is how I feel. This is what I want, but your will be done. And his will was done. And it was beautiful because because his will was done, you were saved. Um, so just remembering that. Practical suggestions, I think one thing that's really helpful as well is if you want to develop a prayer habit, go hang out with people who pray. Like go find your community of people who like to pray and who pray well. Not all the, you know, thunder and brimstones that we were talking about earlier, but people who genuinely talk to God. And you can hear it in conversation. You can hear, oh, well, I was praying about this. I was talking about this. Um, be like, oh, can we pray together? Um, can you teach me? Talk to me about how you pray. I mean, that helps, you know, it rubs off on you eventually. That's a really good one. Um, so, so good. Um, yeah, I remember it because, uh, yeah, I, I remember making a friend that prays. That, I mean, he won't know because I've never been like, you changed my prayer life kind of thing. But just naturally, just, you'll be like, I was praying. And you're like, oh. You just remember like, oh, <laughs> you know. And before you know, you're like, I need to pray. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. It's such a subtle thing, but it's such a powerful one as well. Um, the, the last thing I'll probably say is I would look at Israel. Uh, Israel never really did well with blessings. They forgot God when they were blessed. Um, but they knew how to cry out for help when things were going bad. And one, one thing I want to reframe, hopefully, in the minds of people is that to not see prayers like a you know emergency break, something bad's happened, I need to now commune. It, but to see it as daily communion with the Father. Not just when things are going bad, but when things are going good too. So building that 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 um consistency of saying in my blessings, that blessing's gonna roll on to God. It's gonna roll into God's glory, it's gonna roll into you know, better conversations with God. And in moments where I feel jaded, you know, I just heard some bad news, I'm kind of uncertain about the future, that's equally gonna lead to God. Because if, if you can do that, then you win. In both circumstances, irrespective of what of what happens to you, you're in a position of victory because you're communing with the Father. And so long as I'm putting it this way, what what what's the devil's ultimate goal? Is it to have a sin? No, because sin our sin's been paid for, so it's a bit futile for him to try and get us to sin. No, what he's interested in is separation from the Father. If we can be separated from the Father, then then we lose. So if you can stay connected to God through your victories, through your 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 pain so to speak you've won and so pray every single time pray every single day be god conscious be jesus conscious continually think about him and your life would be better thank you so much for everyone who joined this was such a blessing i hope people listen to this yes we've got a, a series has to begin where we talk about prayer perhaps but thank you all for being a part of this if you folks enjoyed this then do um, hit the subscribe button or the follow button if you're listening on the apple podcast uh, be so kind as to leave a review and if you're watching on youtube you know thank you as well i guess um, tell us what you think by using the hashtag uh, the pulse podcast until the next one take care everybody <laughs>